Hello and welcome to the Bob Edwards Show for Monday, August 26th. Look back and wonder how we did it over. Tell me how we got over. We had a mighty good time. Coming over over. You know my soul. Look back and wonder how did I make it over. On August 28, 1963, there was a march on Washington for jobs and freedom. It was a hundred years after President Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. At the foot of the Lincoln Memorial, Dr. Martin Luther King reminded marchers that America's work to end racial injustice is deeply rooted in the fabric of our nation. We honor his speech and this legacy with a week-long series titled Deeply Rooted, commemorating the Civil Rights Movement. Today I'm joined by author, speechwriter, and close friend to Dr. King, Clarence B. Jones. His book is called Behind the Dream, The Making of the Speech that Transformed a Nation. Clarence B. Jones was a close friend and confidant to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., as well as his speechwriter. Jones's detailed knowledge of the I Have a Dream speech and what went on behind the scenes of the movement are part of our conversation. In 1963, Jones was a young man starting his family in law practice before he joined Dr. King in Birmingham. He begins our interview with a reading from his book, Behind the Dream, The Making of the Speech that Transformed a Nation. A quarter of a million people, human beings who generally had spent their lives treated as something less, stood shoulder to shoulder across that vast lawn, their hearts beating as one, hope on the line when hope was an increasingly scarce resource. There is no dearth of prose describing the mass of humanity that made its way to the feet of the great emancipator that day. We're talking about August 28, 1963. No metaphor that has slipped through the cracks waiting to be discovered, dusted off, and injected into the discourse a half century on. The March on Washington has been compared to a tsunami a shockwave, a wall, a living monument, a human mosaic, an outright miracle. It was all of those things, and if you saw it with your own eyes, it wasn't hard to write about. With that many people in one place crying out for something so elemental, you don't have to be Robert Frost to offer some profound eloquence. Still, I can say to those who know the events only as a steely black-and-white television image, it's a shame that the colors of that day, the blue sky, the vibrant green life, the golden sun everywhere.